With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome to the OFT Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Bowles, Site Manager, Emperor, and Supreme Warlord over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. And just wanted to take a quick moment, and this will be quick. You're probably like, what is this short-ass hooky podcast? And it is just me. It is just I. Uh, it was pretty late. The draft lasted a long time, and everyone was exhausted. Uh, and uh, neither Jude, nor Brendan, nor Greg answered the bat signal for <laughs> to come on uh, and talk about the draft just real quick. Um, so, pretty interesting night. Uh, I, I guess is the way we could describe it. No Notre Dame players were selected in the first round. Uh, this breaks a streak. Uh, the, probably the most important streak is the Brian Kelly uh, left tackle streak getting you know drafted in the first round, uh, and that's with you know Liam Eikenberg. And we kind of knew that was going to happen. There was some talk about him possibly sliding uh, in, up into the first round. Uh, but man, just the the way that the draft went. I mean, it's just it. Uh, you know, someone had said that uh, New England was quarterback horny uh, <laughs> when they drafted back Jones. Uh, the draft really was quarterback quarterback horny. Uh, so, you know, was a five quarterbacks going in the first round. It's quite a bit. So things things it wasn't your typical draft. Um, it, was, it was one of those years, but. The bigger issue, beside you know, outside of Eichenberg, which seeing some of these guys, okay, I'll talk about Eichenberg real quick. Seeing some of these guys drafted ahead of Liam Eichenberg, let's just let's just list them off. Now, Penny Sewell, I get it, I get it. I'm not a you know, I'm not a fan of guys that sat out, but I get it. Uh, so you know, I'll leave that alone. Uh, because I mean, I, I think we're, I think we're set there. We know what we have there, but after that, then it's, it's on like Donkey Kong. Liam Eikenberg was a unanimous all American, won the ACC Jacobs blocking trophy award for best blocker in the ACC, uh, was all ACC on both the media and the coaches, uh, ballots, um, hasn't allowed a sack in two years while playing at Notre Dame, led the team to two undefeated regular seasons as a left tackle, two playoff appearances. Uh, the guy's really good. So now we're going to get to the guys that I think, I mean, I just, I don't, 
I don't see it as much. And I'm sure I I know my Notre Dame bias is just shining through. And that's okay. Uh, this is a, I mean, this is a fan site, right? So I'm allowed, I'm allowed this. I mean, like I've ever been non-biased before. Come on. But it just, it doesn't make any sense. Rashawn Slater from Northwestern going to the Chargers. I mean, that's Notre Dame uh, <laughs> to lock. West uh, is, you know, the Chargers and they take Slater, who looks like a pair. He does, that is not a get off the bus first kind of a guy that you would see off of an NFL offensive lineman. He sat out a year. He probably, I, I don't, I don't get that. Uh, then the Jets uh, decide that uh, uh, they're going to roll the Trojan dice one, one more time, take Elijah Vera Tucker uh, right after Slater's with the, the Chargers. Again, another one. I, I don't get that. I've, I've been saying, and, and people kind of been rolling their eyes, but all right, if you're, if you're going to tell me Liam Eikenberg isn't a, isn't a left tackle in the NFL, and I get that. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about him going into guard. Seems like a pretty fucking good guard to me. Uh, ask Zach Martin how that worked out for him. Ask the Dallas Cowboys how that worked out for them. Uh, I would take Liam Heikenberg all day over Elijah Vera Tucker. All day long. Not even close. Uh, and then, you know, then we get into the mix of the Eikenberg, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa uh, highway here. And this is, this is interesting. So... At 16, the uh, the uh, Cardinals take Zaven Collins, linebacker from uh, from Tulsa. Like Parsons, I understand it. He really he is a really good player, and maybe he fits exactly what they want. And I get that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not here to knock Collins. Uh, but then you get to 17, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, uh, with maybe the biggest reach maybe of the of the entire first round uh, with Alex Leatherwood. Now, I like Alex Leatherwood a lot, a lot. But he's a guard probably in the league. Uh, and even if so, he was still going to be there later. He was still going to be there in the second round. I'm fairly certain uh, Vegas could have got them then. I, I don't know. But it was also a landing spot that could have been for Wu. That we, we thought, you know, perhaps maybe this would be a spot where we, you know, we was going to go to. That didn't happen. They, they, they pulled out the Al Davis monkey paw and uh, went with Alex Leatherwood. Okay. So then you get two picks later, get to Washington. Now, Washington has been the pretty much the team that everyone is looking for or looking at to, uh, that was going to take. Wu, that they were, he was that was the team that most people had him pegged going to in the first round. I mean, he was guaranteed a first round. Yeah, yeah, he's going first round. You know, if he gets down to Washington, yeah, Washington will take him. Nope, nope. They take another linebacker, Jamin Davis from Kentucky. Uh, I mean, and the hits kept going, man. Uh, Tennessee decided to pass and took Caleb Farley at cornerback. Uh, I mean, Michigan took quite. It's a different position too. Michigan, <clears throat> excuse me, Michigan took. Uh, the Colts took Michigan's Quiddy Pay. He's an edge player. It is a different different spot. And again, some of these players, like you know, when the Ravens took Jason Oway at thirty one, 
outside linebacker. That that's an edge guy. I mean, that's a different player. Uh, but it just all these defenders, these linebacker labels, uh, and then you know the last one of the first round, Joe Tryon from Washington. It does. It doesn't make. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but you know, what what do the college football guys know other than who's really good or not? Uh, the the NFL fans that that barely watch uh, college football they're going to know better uh, based off of what these talking heads are talking about. Anyways, it just it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And there are a lot of confused people on on Twitter, not, not just. Uh, Notre Dame fans, but a lot of the uh, the media is like pretty shocked that Wu is still sitting there. So I don't know what else to say. It's it seems pretty incredible. Uh, it is <laughs> it's disrespectful to to Wu. I mean, it, it's he had a ninety seven percent chance to be selected in the first round, and he drops all the way out. That's huge. Um. He had the second highest PFF slot coverage grade in 2020. Covering the slot. I mean, this is the NFL, right? Isn't that important to cover all these wide receivers that they're drafting all the time? And you can do it with a linebacker? Shoot. You're I mean, you're you're just uh I, I just I don't get it. I can't, you know how he's not a fit somewhere. That's a, that's a you problem. If you can't figure out how to use, um, you know, use a guy like Jeremiah Wusukormo in your defense, that's a you problem. Uh, it, it became a woo wallet problem uh, by the end of the night, but it's just that the, the, what are you doing? You, you can't figure out how to use this incredible athlete. doesn't make any sense. It'll never make any sense. Um, so, I mean, God, I, this is the second, no, wait, third, sorry. So, <laughs> Jeremiah Wusukoromoa is the third Buckus Award winner during the Brian Kelly era at Notre Dame. None of them were first-round picks. That's, I, we're not even, I, I that, that, this is, these are just incredible, like, tidbits that in 20 years doesn't get us, it's still not going to make any sense. I mean, you know, Jalen Smith would have gone probably top five, you know, if he, had he not got hurt. But still, the fact remains, he, he did not get drafted until the second round. Man, you know, of course, Tay, I was the other one. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could sit here and say I knew where, where both Eichenberg and, and Cormo were going to go Friday night. Because I, I can't imagine them falling any farther. I, I mean, <laughs> out of the second round. I mean, I guess weirder things have happened. I mean, it it, it feels like a like a Julian Love fall on steroids. I, maybe even more so. I don't know. Uh, but ESPN's got the top uh, top guys left. You know, on the draft. Uh, and they have number one Wu and number seven Eichenberg, so you would expect that these guys go pretty, pretty early in the in the next uh, next round. But I mean, I I don't know. I mean, which team is going to get their head out of their ass? Is it going to be Jacksonville? 
the Jets, Falcons, I mean, it's the Bengals sitting at six seems like a really good, like say, like a spot for Eichenberg. Maybe they go somewhere, you know, grab a different guy. I don't know. They, they've been lumping Eichenberg in with like 15 other offensive linemen, like, like actually lumping them in. Like, like they're as good as him. Like really Eichenberg consensus, all American ACC Jacobs blocking a trophy winner for the best blocker in the conference. It, it it felt like a big fuck you to to woo tonight and just a, a ghosting with Eichenberg. I don't know. It felt funny. Didn't seem right. Uh, a lot of Notre Dame players w- or went to Twitter tonight, um, and former Notre Dame players went to Twitter tonight and showed their <laughs> displeasure. Uh, guys like Khalid Kareem, guys like uh, Nick McLeod. Uh, there, there's a lot of guys. I saw quite a few of them. So, you know, I'm not the only one. Uh, And you probably aren't either. You're probably going, what the hell? I mean, I think we all came to grips with Eichenberg slipping. Uh, Even if I have continually said that's ridiculous. Uh, But woo, not going, it's just, it blows my mind. So, I don't know. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow, uh, I guess when you get, I guess it'll be tonight. (laughs) <laughs> when you're listening to this. So hopefully tonight uh, you will see a, a bigger boom. But, you know, I would expect Wu. I would expect Eichenberg. Uh, you know, then, you know, Tommy Tremble's another guy that could, that could go pretty quick. Uh, Aaron Banks. So maybe four or five guys get called Friday night. Maybe another four or five uh, then on Saturday. Uh, so just a pretty strange night. And I just, I wanted to get that out there into the universe uh, before I called it, called it a night myself. Uh, so thanks for listening. Again, this is a, an abbreviated, I'm not sure if I should even call it an OFD podcast, especially without uh, Brendan and Jude with me, but uh, that's what, that's what we're doing. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, just real quick, if you, reminder, please get over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. All, re- all of your reviews will that you leave will be read on the next OFD podcast. The next OFD podcast that isn't just me shouting into a microphone. Uh, this is the second take uh, because the first take was really just me shouting into the microphone. I'm like, this is not going to go over well uh, Friday morning after you drop the kids off at school. So, uh, anyways, thanks for listening and as always, go on.